What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, I'm Peter Laws, and welcome to this bonus episode of Frightful. Frightful will be back with a full episode soon, exploring a rarely discussed witch trial from the 17th century. This true tale of folk horror is both disturbing, heartbreaking, and very strange. I'm currently researching that, and I look forward to taking you deep into the haunted witch-filled woods soon. But tonight, we'll be meeting a Russian man who had a strange experience with a corpse as a child, and it sparked a seriously disturbing obsession for the rest of his life. We'll meet him in a moment. But before we do, I just thought I'd let you know about some of my other content. Firstly, you can follow me on Twitter at RevPeterLaws. But also, the first season of my other podcast, Our Curious Past, is available for free wherever you get your podcasts. That show used to be called Hometown History Europe, but we decided to go global with it. And so naturally, we had to change the name. And so Our Curious Past explores remarkable yet often forgotten events in history. Recent episodes include a special two-part installment on the Nazi massacre of Orador Suglan, which is an immersive retelling of one of the worst Nazi war crimes ever to be committed in France. It's not an easy listen, but I've been encouraged by how many listeners have got in touch to say that they have never heard of this event, but that it was so important for them to learn about it. We shouldn't forget this stuff. You can also find episodes on the conjoined Torchy twins of Italy, two little boys who were forced to work the traveling carnival circuit in 1877, and the thrilling sea voyage of the Sargon, a Grimsby fishing trawler that found itself trapped in ice. There's also an episode exploring the frightening world of controversial Christian cartoonist Jack Chick, and a special two-part retelling of the life story of a man called William Seabrook. He was an eccentric American travel writer and adventurer who not only brought the idea of zombies to America and the world, but he also ate human flesh for research. Oh, and he also had a lifelong love of bondage and S&M. So if you want to hear about him, check out Our Curious Past. They're available free wherever you get your podcasts. You might also enjoy a very quirky side project of mine called Creepy Cove Community Church, which offers full and immersive church services broadcast from a mysterious fishing town. Yes, I know, that's pretty left field, but if you want to try it, check out creepycove.com. I'm going to play you a quick 60-second trailer of Creepy Cove to give you a taste of it, and then we're going to dive right in with tonight's frightful story. This is Peter Laws introducing you to the Creepy Cove Community Church Podcast. It's a podcast presented in the style of a church service, but not just any church. Creepy Cove is a mysterious haunted fishing town by the sea where every horror movie actually happened. Each show is an immersive audio experience where you attend the After Dark service. You'll meet the eccentric congregation. You'll get news from the town, including appearances from horror movie characters. There's a sermon to help you reflect and space for prayer and meditation. You'll also hear church music like you've never heard before. Treat this show as pure entertainment if you like, or as a genuine space for spiritual and philosophical pondering. You don't have to be into church to come, and don't feel you have to listen to episodes in order. Just scroll through and find a topic you like and drop right in. 
or why not subscribe and get all new episodes sent straight to you for free. Visit creepycove.com or find us at Twitter or Facebook. Just search for at creepycove. And I look forward to seeing you at the next service of the Creepy Cove Community Church. So if you want to explore any of that stuff, just search for Creepy Cove Community Church or Our Curious Past in your podcast apps and you should find them there. And if you want ad-free episodes of Frightful in these podcasts that I've mentioned, extra content, and simply to support me in the work that I do, then you can check out my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Peter Laws. Developing a cool little community there. And uh, we're just about to have a Patreon Zoom social together. So if you want to join us for that, uh, check out patreon.com forward slash Peter Laws. Okay, that is enough appetizers for now. How about we settle down for a short but satisfying main course as I introduce you to Anatoly Moskvin, the cemetery man. First, you might be impressed by Anatoly Moskvin. He is a Russian journalist, historian, seasoned traveler, and college professor. He's fluent in an impressive 13 languages, and he's even been described by some as a genius. And he was particularly knowledgeable in his specialist subject, cemeteries. Throughout his life, Moskvin has taken a keen interest in graveyards and has written on their beauty in newspaper articles like What the Dead Said and Great Walks Around Cemeteries. His fascination with uh, burial grounds would lead him to make detailed notes of each graveyard that he visited, and he ended up reviewing well over 700 by his count. At one point in his research, he even spent a night in a coffin just to see what it was like. Once he was done, he vacated the box so that it could be used for an actual funeral soon after. But his fascination with cemeteries began with an incredibly disturbing incident which happened in 1979. And he didn't seem ashamed to share it, though I think if it happened to me, I wouldn't be so open about telling this tale. He was 13 years old, and he was out walking when a group of men in black suits stopped him in the street. They told him that they were about to attend a funeral nearby. But Moskvin claimed that the men wanted him to attend as well. He was confused by this invite, but these men were insistent. So he did as he was told. He followed the men to the cemetery. When he got there, he discovered that the deceased person was an 11-year-old girl called Natasha Petrova. She'd been accidentally electrocuted while lying in the bath, and now she lay there dead in an open casket. For some unfathomable reason, Moskvin claims that the mourners at the funeral told him to approach the corpse, and then they forced him to lean over the body and told him 
to kiss Natasha's cold lips. Most of us would have probably run off at this point, but Moskvin did exactly as he was instructed. Here's a quote from him. From a 2011 newspaper article, he said, I kissed her once, then again, then again. He said that after kissing this dead girl, the dead girl's mother approached him and she slipped a brass wedding ring onto her daughter's finger and then also onto his. He was now married, it seemed, to a corpse. When he shared this incident in that newspaper article, some of his academic colleagues were understandably concerned, and a few distanced themselves from a man who seemed to have a hint of physical attraction towards corpses. And yet Moskvin said this incident had set him up with a lifelong appreciation for the beauty of graveyards. And so for many years, his passion for the dead seemed little more than a weird eccentricity, until Russian authorities started hearing shocking reports. Families were visiting the graves of their loved ones, only to find them desecrated. Sometimes the metal nameplates from their headstones would be missing. Police started to investigate and paid particular attention to the desecration of some Muslim graves. This happened soon after a terrorist attack at a Moscow airport. Suspicion fell on Moskvin. He was fascinated with the dead after all, but he had also expressed fascist views in his newspaper articles. And plus, the desecrations happened in his area where he lived. So, concerned, the police went to search his apartment, which he shared with his parents. And what they found there was beyond anything they could have imagined. It was a grotesque chamber for the macabre. There were 26 life-sized dolls scattered around the apartment, and they were wearing dresses and bonnets. Some were sitting on the sofa as if watching television, others were laying on shelves. Some had been made to be propped up against the wall as if they were standing. And yet when police looked closer at the dolls' faces, thick with makeup or masks, they realized that these were not dolls at all. They were the mummified corpses of young girls, up to 13 years old. Some of their eye sockets had been stuffed with buttons or glazed novelty toy eyes normally used for teddy bears and dolls. Just imagine that for a moment. They even found a dried human heart too, along with many other souvenirs from the graveyard, like a piece of the headstone. The police started to move the staring corpses, but as they did, music suddenly burst from a speaker. Moskvin had buried music boxes into the dead girl's chest cavities. He said it made him feel like they were singing to him. He admitted that he had dug them up for company, insisting that the ghosts of the girls had begged him to take them home. He'd spent his time watching cartoons with them, and his plan was to 
pass the time waiting for medical science to invent a way to revive the dead. His plan was to impregnate these young dead girls and become a father. And amazingly, the parents who also lived there in the same house were oblivious to it all. They assumed that the corpses that littered the apartment were just elaborate dolls made by a talented and creative yet devastatingly eccentric son. So the next time you go to a graveyard, just keep an eye out for a single lone figure wandering through the stones. They may look like they are paying their respects, but they may have something else on their mind. I'm Peter Laws, and you've been listening to this bonus episode of Frightful. Goodbye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.